Welcome to track number 21 of Tasters or Partakers. Your love and your healing. We receive healing. We receive healing from the thing that have hurt us. We receive healing from our pain. We receive healing from the thing that confused us. We thank you for your blessing, for your mercy, and help that has been given to us to do better. In Jesus' name, to overcome. We thank you. We have overcome, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Whatever hurt you, you have been healed of it. Amen. Today is your day of healing. Amen. You have the healing Amen. that comes to your life. Healing from the thing that hurt you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. There are two ways to use the powers that God has given you. Isn't it? Is that not so? What are the two ways? Confessions and then prayers. And the keys that you have learned, you will always, all your prayers will be answered. Isn't it? Isn't it? That is why I'm not going to ask you for certain things. So that I always have 100% answered prayer. I'm going to gauge you. Before I ask you for certain things. I'm going to analyze you very well. I'm going to analyze the word of God very well. And analyze my situation. See what God can give me. Because he loves me so much. He wants to give me everything. That I ask for. Isn't it? My children have gave me. They say when I'm on the phone. And they ask me for anything. He just say yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I heard them discussing one day. I heard them discussing one day. So when he's on the phone, when he asks, he says, yeah, yeah, we have it. Can, daddy, can we have it? We can have, can have it. <laughs> so you need to gauge your father very well. At the right time, and then what he wants to give you, the things you know that he won't give you. Then you just ask for what you really want to ask. And then, bingo. You are enjoying it. Receive all your prayers being answered in Jesus' name. Hey, you are going out of this place with certain powers. How many have realized that your powers have multiplied? We cry fear for the devil. Not going to be busy for him in this town again. Because you are going with new powers. You have the powers were there, but you couldn't use them very well. How many realize that now you are about to start releasing those powers in a way? A release. Faith is something that increases. It's something that grows. It's true. Because when I was praying for people in America, you get it? When I was thinking, when I was going to pray for the sick in America, the kind of um, struggles that I had was about 5% of what I had when I was going to pray for the sick in South Africa, that outside Ghana for the first time. It was, I mean, like less than even 5%. It's true. The struggle, I'm talking about my, you not see it from the outside. 
You see, the way I am, you don't see when I'm struggling. Isn't it? It's called presatura. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. You wouldn't know. Yes. But I'm talking about my internal struggles. You wouldn't you wouldn't know. But the struggle was less. So it's actually that not that I was struggling less, but I had more faith. I've gained by trading. So I'm, I am at a different level, a higher level of faith. There's not that I'm trying to boast, but the Bible says there's weak faith, there's strong faith, there's little faith, there's great faith, there's wavering faith, and wavering faith, shipwreck faith, great faith, huh? All kinds of faith. So it's, I'm explaining from the Bible point of explanations of things rather than saying I was not afraid or my fears were less or I had more experience. Those are English ways of speaking. I'm trying to speak according to what's in the Bible that I had greater faith. And I'm explaining things by using the biblical terminology and the Bible understanding of what was happening. Rather than using my own this and that I was more, more experienced and you know, I mean I didn't really care and this and no. I had more faith. I had greater faith, stronger faith. Because I gained by trading. The faith that I had, the small one that I started with. Because the first one, I almost died out of confusion and stress. Are you listening to me? Look, I see a healing. I don't know, but I see a healing in your life. God has healed you, Pa. This, this program that you came for. Hey, God has healed you, Pa. I tell you. <laughs> you came to, I mean, you thought you were coming to kill yourself, but the Radano, it has turned into a healing. Shaya, Kababo. <laughs> the whole thing has turned out into something else. It's true. That is how serving God is. It starts as if you are about to die. Before I realize you are more alive than those who didn't come. Yeah. It starts as if you are going to be poor. You are richer than those who you are working with. Hey. I see you on an island. You are moving. You are trying to find the new routes. Where do taxis go? Where do cars pass? I see you in a new car. Moving over there. Working for the Lord. God, God himself has blessed you. You now you are surprised. I said you are surprised at how God has blessed you. The whole thing has turned into a surprise. Receive your surprise in Jesus name. How many enjoy nice surprises? Now we're expecting something different. Expecting something different. Now the whole thing has turned into a blessing. You see, when you pray for knowledge, the spirit of knowledge, those seven ones, if you pray for their wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, fear of the Lord, spirit of the Lord, you learn how to pray for them. Now we're expecting something different. We're expecting knowledge. Now I didn't turn into riches. (laughs) You pray for wisdom. Now we're expecting wisdom. The whole thing has turned into a house. That's why I'm telling you the things to pray for. The, the things to pray for. Those are the ones that are going to work. Sir. 
We expect you understanding. But are they turning into promotion at your workplace? Because, the, you know, the other day I was talking to someone. And... Uh, I was talking to a, 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 a brother, a certain brother, who's, who said he doesn't like his wife again. And then he said that he doesn't like his wife again because, one of, among different reasons, his wife was recommended to him. He said, I, don't, I, don't, he said, I didn't love her. Because she was recommended and not, I didn't choose her. She was recommended, so I didn't feel certain feelings. So he said he's going to, he's going to leave her. So I was advising this brother. Now... I asked him, where did you learn that from? (laughs) Where did you learn it from? And as I was talking, there was another sister standing by. Now that sister also spoke to him. Then she asked him a question. She said, have you had other relationships before? He said, yes. And she asked him, did any of those relationships end up in marriage? And he said, no. So this one, the one that you tried to do yourself, it didn't end up in anywhere. And the one that was recommended has ended up in the highest kind of relationship. Which one of these is better? Eh? And she started to talk to the person. And I was just standing by listening. I said, hey, God, it has never occurred to me. So as the person was speaking, I realized the person has a certain understanding. And the person now began to be promoted in my, in my perception. Yeah. So I realized that when you are with someone, rather this person understands certain things and the person is going higher. So instead of praying for promotion, pray for spirit of understanding. For I realized, I didn't turn it into something different. Turn it into promotion. Hey! Because I understand. Because when you are working with someone, rather this person will not understand. When I bring out money and I buy this, then you will not work with that person. Because when the person sees that you have got enough money to buy something like this, you disturb the person. Rather, the person doesn't understand it. You just leave the person. Yeah. Or if you, realize, if you take this person to your house, the person will not be, will be confused. So you don't take the person. So when you realize that once a person doesn't have a certain understanding, he's left out and demoted. When you realize the person has a certain understanding, so he's going higher. So when you pray for we understand this, you know, we're expecting something ethereal. Now they're not turning into what? Something different. Promotion. <laughs> as I said, those spiritual prayers, eh, you see them as if they are weak. Those are the main prayers. The main prayers of praying for a car, pray for this, pray, pray for wisdom. Spirit of every day. Wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of understanding. So, what is the use of understanding? What will it do for me when I need money? You see? But when she asked him, she said, have you, have you had, she asked, have you had that relationship before? He said, yes. 
Did any of them end up in mind? Where did how did they end up? No. The one that was recommended that ended up in mind. You do not see that that one is, is better than it's a higher, it has rather ended up higher. The ones you were engineering for yourself, how far did it go? Nonsense. The, 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 the brother said, I've made a mistake. <laughs> They're joking. If you do lie down just now and then <laughs> 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 we're expecting something different. You said you were young and you 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 were, you were expecting us to be sad. <laughs> and the thing is becoming worse. <laughs> Unless the person comes to apologize, our manifestations will get worse. (laughs) 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 Okay. How many reasons have I given why people are not able to enter into partaking? We are only on number four. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down and let me give you one more before the camp is over. Number five, discouragement. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 28. Where can we go up? Our brethren have made our hearts melt, saying, The people are bigger and taller than we. How many are going to be praying for the right things? Hmm. Yeah tell you how many are going to be saying the right things I've given you three or four times during the day eh? when you are going to wee wee when you are going to bath when you are going to poo poo and when you are going to sleep when you wake up when you wake up say I'm blessed it's a good thing good things are happening always I'm better I'm promoted in Jesus name I'm attractive a lot of people are calling me texting me people need me they need my services <laughs> I'm so busy hey I'm so blessed I don't know what to do with myself Shaba then add one or two tongues Ikaya so that in case you miss one or two the spirit will also save for you hey Hey, Charlie, your powers are becoming more, more, more powers in the world after going. Your powers are increasing. One day, when I started playing golf better and better. That's when I saw that uh, 
spiritual powers. It's not a small thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> As I saw that spiritual power, I said, there is a, a new area. But people use spiritual power to play soccer. They'll put a, a glove inside the goalpost. Yeah, there's a power in the thing to close the goalpost. They have closed it. Yes. <laughs> Why do you live any aspect of your life without a spiritual power? Ish. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 28. Our brethren have made our hearts melt saying the people are bigger and taller than we. And the cities are large and fortified to heaven. Besides, we saw the sons of the Anakim there. Now, discouragement is something that can really affect you. Um, it's something that keeps occurring to me because I saw it in Rejoiner's book. When the pastors were marching along. And um, they were attacked by accusations, by different things. But one of the key attacks on servants of the Lord was discouragement. It was something I kept noticing. It kept coming. So by the time pastors had fallen, they had fallen from, some had fallen from lust, some had fallen from pride, and some had fallen from discouragement. Yeah. And they, had, they were the things that had wiped out the people. Because the idea is that you should not be around. So whatever it is that makes you to not be around. It works. Then it is used. So, I realized that discouragement was a very powerful But It was from this book that I sort of saw that. A lot of people don't do the work of God well because of discouragement. Yeah. So you see the people are three, people are four, this is not working, this is this. Look at my books that people are, were buying thousands and thousands of dollars of those books in these two days. When I went to give it, I, you see, I went to a Christian bookshop, CLC, Christian Literature Crusade in England. That's the main, it used to be the main bookshop. I showed them my book. They said, no. I sent whatever. I said, it is not impressive. So, I printed loyalty and disloyalty in hardcover. Do you remember there was a hardcover? Yeah. Because of all those, the, the presentation and everything. And I sent it there. I didn't, I didn't go to myself. They look at it. Oh, we are sorry. We cannot. I, yeah. I will be discouraged. It's like it's not a. Then I took it to a Nigerian. There's another uh, bookshop in London run by Nigerians. A big bookshop also run by Nigerians. I went there, even I saw the owner and everything. Gave the book. He said, you know, it's like nobody knows. I mean, nobody knows you. Nobody knows this book, you know. That's it. It's fantastic. So, because of that, you can easily say that I will not write. 
So sometimes when you meet people, I mean, yesterday, the other day, I saw people with my textbook that they made the textbook old. Yeah. Hey, Americans, oh. And then I saw the principal of the school. He said, when we look at it, he said, why should we invent something that has already been invented? They are mentioning the signs of disloyalty and different things that they have learned from the thing. You will be amazed. If you were with me in Russia, that's where you would have even been more discouraged. I say more encouraged. But you can easily stop. The book I remember when I was writing, I wanted to stop writing it more than any other book was the book Transform Your Pastoral Ministry. It is the most difficult book. Not the most difficult, but the most discouragement I had as I was writing. Every time I kept asking the person who was sitting by me, the brother called Jason, I said, would anybody read this book? They won't read this book. All these things, I'm I'm tired. I'm so tired, like I can't play this. Then after I sit down, with him and we will be working the night. The night and day. Not that he will be tired. His fingers will be fro- frozen. You see that person sleeping. We are all sleeping. I'll be writing books. You see that I've fallen asleep. Then they will call me. Transform your pastoral ministry. Hey! But that book, through that book, I was invited to a church in uh, Abuja. I've never been there before. Somebody invited me and said, I have read your book. Come. Four Square Gospel Church. I went there. I've never seen them before. When I went to preach there, then they invited me to their national convention. All their pastors, thousands of them, and for the next three to four years, I was there every through that transform book. And recently, some Americans wrote to us, and the company they said that we have seen this particular book called Transform. We want to promote the book. Would you like us to promote this particular book of all my books? Yeah. <laughs> they want to sign a contract with you to promote that book. Remind me about that. Yeah. Do you get it? It's amazing. But you see, discouragement can stop you in your tracks. You won't do what you have to do again. But discouragement is something you are going to overcome. And I see you overcoming it. You may not see it as a powerful thing like last one. Or pride. It's a wild thing. You see that you, you just stop doing what you are doing. Honestly, when I write books, I really look and say, ah, the people, would they read this? Would they read this book? These people, would they read it? As occasionally, you get some small glimpses of encouragement. When you sing, you can easily be discouraged. It's actually glimpses of encouragement which keep you going. Amen. If I was to follow the discouragement I had by praying for the sick, I will not pray for the sake again. It's true. Number one, discouragement is the feeling of despair in the face of obstacles. Number two, 
to discourage someone is to deter him from an undertaking. Is to deter him. Satan is trying to deter you from an undertaking. Trying to deter you from taking up something that God wants you to take up. Wants to deter you from going ahead to serve him. So he's trying to discourage you and say that this is not something that you should give your life for. How many know what I'm talking about? It's like, oh, give your life to any other. This one is very, I mean, it's not something you should give yourself to. You'll be surprised. Oh, they'll tell you, you are not like Benin. You are not like this. You are not like this. You are not. Don't give yourself to this thing. It's a dangerous thing. Amen? Amen. To discourage means to deter, to weaken someone's confidence. To do what? To weaken someone's confidence. Hmm? Is that not fantastic? You see, I weaken your confidence. So maybe you go out of the camp, you are so encouraged, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Satan will bring something to weaken your confidence. Yeah. You see that you are becoming discouraged. Your, your confidence to do it. You are being deterred from taking that thing up. Wow. Oh. You haven't fallen into any sin. Oh. You haven't become proud. Oh. You are not struggling from lust. From anything. Just some psychological movement within you. Like you see that the, the person has slowed down. Uh, Satan has that thing. It's like some tear gas that he's been throwing at people. Say, realize you are feeling sleepy. Spiritual tear gas. It is to prevent the next one is discouragement, is that prevents you from the prosecution of anything. To prevent you from the prosecution. You see, when you have to prosecute an issue. You become discouraged. Amen? Now, The key trick or strategy, all right, for discouragement, all right? Are you there? The main weapon that Satan uses to discourage you is to pick something weak about you and then magnify it. Circle it, give it a label, underline it, put some arrows, everybody look, and frighten you. So the, the main way 
which you have to now recognize is the highlighting of your weaknesses. Amen. Amen. Now, as the devil is highlighting your weaknesses, there are some things you can do that you must do to prevent you from being destroyed by the highlighting of your weaknesses. Amen. Amen. Now, if you turn to Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1. It came to pass when Sambalat heard that we built the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And he spake before his brethren the army of Samaria, and he said, What do these feeble Jews? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? Now Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, Ho, even that which they build. If a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. It, it is some way. Is it not some way? Yeah. If a fox go up, he will break down the wall. Amen. So you see, Satan will highlight some aspect that is real. I remember one of our church members. Right now, his church has between 200 to 300 real people. Wow. And he's, he's got his own church building and everything. But he is the only pastor who has ever told me something. He's the only pastor who has ever told me something. That I have mentioned and people laugh but he's the only one i've ever heard and yet he is one of the most successful missionaries he told me that bishop one day he that he had a church somewhere else in another country he went to church and nobody came to church except one person single one Yeah. Single one. And he said, I preached to the one. What will you do? You can't say, let's go. You can't say, you can't hold his hand and say, let's go home. There's no church today. What do you mean by that? This person has dressed and is coming sitting there. But he's the only one. And he preached his son. He took offering. Did altar call. Prayed. And closed. And he told me, when I went to my house, down, 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 down. You are useless. Oh. But you see, there was another church in him. This is a church that he started. When he went to the bishop, he stayed in a house with the the walls of the house was uh, roofing sheets. Yeah. That's the house that he stayed. The, the walls of the room was roofing sheets. Yeah. He was describing it. 
I said, hey, you know, it's fantastical. The, the devil wanted to discuss. So, anytime you are greatly discouraged, now begin to wonder about the thing. That, hey, maybe the thing is a very great thing. No? There's some trick somewhere. Wow. Because what you are greatly discouraged about, actually, if I look at my ministry, the Lord has told me that I'll bear fruit through books. But if I look at what the, the, the part of the ministry that's most discouraging for me is even books. <laughs> like when we are writing books. The people that I work with when we are writing books. One day I was talking, I asked, I asked one of them, I said, is it difficult to write a book? And one of them said, it's very, 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 very difficult to write a book. Yeah. Because I make them all come with me to the office because we are in the night. So all of you come. We are all going. You see them struggling. Sleeping. People have slept here. People have slept here. We are working. So we work out. Every night we'll be there. Till the morning. Nobody knows what we are doing. Still working, sleeping, struggling. So very, very, very hard. So people don't have any idea what it means to write a book. But that's the place that is fruitful. And that is the place that is discouraging. So now, from today, from this preaching, we have realized that the thing that is discouraging, that's the main thing. Oh, you are not getting what I'm saying. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. So, may you overcome. Don't let anything discourage you from today. Whatever is bringing you down. Amen. Okay. How to avoid discouragement. Number one, look for that weakness in other great people and encourage yourself with that fact that that weakness is in this person that I respect. Do you see? Yeah. Oh, you don't understand the message. Look, let's say they, they, they laugh at you and they say, Oh, you don't have a child, so you cannot do this. So look around carefully and see. You will soon start to see so many people who don't have children. <laughs> and then. You, you will start to have the encouragement within yourself that, ah, why, why do you want to be, uh, why should you say, I can't do this, I don't have a child? 
Because this person doesn't have a child. Then look at what he has been able to do. This one too doesn't have a child. Look at what the person has been able to do. This one doesn't have a child. So how come you are saying that me in particular? In my case, <laughs> why are you isolating me? Hey, I said, why are you isolating me? When they say Africans cannot do this. Look around carefully and find any other African. One day, I was going to pray for the sick. And I was feeling sick myself. Hey! So when I finished taking my medicine, and the devil was explaining to me that, you see, your prayers are useless. Your prayers do not work. Physician, heal thyself. If you say you have healing, heal yourself. So that we can all believe. We will believe in you. But practically, when you look at it, you see that it's not working for you. Then, that's one thing that have made me discover that recently when I, they announced Benny Hinn as he was getting divorced or whatever, somebody wrote an article on, uh, it's called Physician Heal Thyself. He has written all, they say healing evangelists, this is how they all died. They are not able to heal themselves. This one, he had this sickness. This one, he had this sickness. This one, he had this sickness. They are splitting all pastors from, he started in alphabetical order A to Z. So if your, if your name is with A, and how they died. And, and, and he was saying that, uh, when he said he would die at the age of so and so, but according to what he's seen there, he can never die at that age. He would die before because all the healing evangelists died, this and that they have. I mean, that's the kind of person that was writing that thing. But you know, so I told my secretary, look, print that thing for me. I want to read it. So when I read it, I started to laugh to myself. I said, but this guy should have seen me for information. There are so many things he doesn't know. Because that research, I have done it already. Because the devil has already told me that I shouldn't bother. Because (laughs) of my own problems, I shouldn't bother to pray for anybody. So I, to overcome that discouragement, I've already looked for that weakness. It's the research I've done. So when I read this, I was like, this one, he doesn't know. I, I said, oh, but he doesn't know about this, he doesn't know about this, he doesn't know about this. He wrote this. People, I know things about them. I said, well, this one, he didn't have, he had this and this and that. This one, he had this condition, this condition, condition. This one, he had this. I know all the conditions already. More. Because long ago, not yesterday, I've been trying to see others with my problem. To see whether they are able to pray for people. And I saw that, oh, they are, they are, yes. <laughs> I, I said, I will not allow you to discourage me again. I said, mention the, mention the man of God. I will tell you his sickness. If it's Smith Wigglesworth, I will show you kidney stones. I will used to scream in the night. If it's A. Allen, I will show you arthritis that he couldn't walk. If it's Catherine Kuman, mitral valve incompetence with cardiac, congestive cardiac failure. With mitral valve repair followed by complication, abdominal. 
Plenty. She will lie down and then she's dead. Then she'll wake up and go and do miracles. See, people are being healed. Cancer, this, 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 this. And then she'll come and lie down. And they said, This guy said, A man who is not his, his wife, he said that he could, you could see her heart and her breast. You could see it moving on the chest like that. Yeah, that's the kind of cardiac failure that she had. You see the, the heart moving like this through the dress. You see the, the breast and the heart moving. <laughs> And you see, when she comes there, say, the mir- when the miracles are happening, even the wind will be blowing. Yeah, somebody who has worked for Benny Hinn before said that, look, he said there is, yeah, there is nothing, he has never seen anything like that. He said that there will be a wind on the stage with Benny Hinn. Yeah, he said there, like, a wind. He said, I, was in, he said, I told me I was his interpreter in South America many times. Said there is nothing like a presence that is moving. And the guy thought Catherine Kuman was, hey! You see, the Bible says that eh, we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that you will not be confused that that person has power. He doesn't have power. It's a vessel, it's a pipe. So as I was listening to the pressure, I said, oh, this guy, he didn't do his research well. He didn't know I should have contacted me, I would have given him the details. He said, you cannot work for God because you are not married. Begin to do your research. Shaya. Now you see all of them there. Line up like that. People who never married. You see that they are working for God. You see that we are, you say, you say, you say but we are a lot. We are a lot. You say, we are not married. We are a lot. Yeah. You say that we are a lot. So I cannot work for God because of this. So I cannot work, I cannot, I cannot work for God because I've slept with somebody before. Oh. Start to do a research. You see, and th- those type of research, you have to do quietly. Yeah. You know, quietly, quietly, quietly. But you, you discover. But when your eyes start to look for something, you start to see. Uh-huh. Yes, when you, when you want to buy a car, you start noticing that particular car. <laughs> So what is your weakness? Yeah. What is your weakness? That they are saying a fox will climb the wall you have is so weak that a fox when the fox will the, the wall will fall down. Oh! So what is it that they say about you? I said somebody from his social and so with such an accent. That's why when I preach, if I'm preaching whatever, I don't bring accent. No. Because I could also bring some accent if I go like God. I mean, I could come up with, yeah. But I'm for Africa with my Africa accent. Shaba. Yabaya. If you don't take care, we shall. Hmm. You said, you said somebody, when somebody is young, God cannot use him. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it. Because when you say, we will start to do research. <laughs> and when we start to do the research, we see that we are a lot. We are a lot in the thing. And God is using us. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, you of course has to do research. You say, I cannot pray for the sick. Because I'm not feeling well. One day, I was in uh, South America. I've heard them say the word flu, 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 flu. But I've not experienced one before. Only malaria, but not flu. Hey! That is why I came to respect it. Now, they said, uh, it's a crusade in the evening. So I went. I was dying. My nose, my head, my eyes. So I preached bodily pains. Hey! So I preach. Jesus is alive. It's a healer. Healing Jesus. Hey! Healing Jesus. Healing Jesus. Because I've done my research. I said, I've done my word, research. That guy on the internet, when you see him, tell him to see me. So that I give him the more details. As I was there, I said, miracle time. Receive it. Receive it. Oh, the people were healed more. I said, come to the left, come to the right. They were coming the left. Then, but now I couldn't even control them. So I brought out my handkerchief. You said what? I couldn't see. You can see. So come and pass. The next one, you said what? I couldn't do this. I thought, ah, come and pass. My nose like this. I was, I could say, my handkerchief. Wiping my nose. You said what? You had a tumor. There was a guy had a tumor on the face. The tumor disappeared. He was holding his child. So look, my child had a tumor on the face. The tumor has gone. He was holding the child. Look, look. I said, <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> this way. Next one. Because <laughs> I've done my research. I've seen that people with my problem, God has also used them before. Maya. So start to do your research. And you see that there is a fellowship, an unspoken fellowship of fellow sufferers. Fellow companions who God has used with your same weakness. Hey. They say you are young. So because of that, this. Oh. If you have said it well. So that <laughs> it has made our manifestation more now. Just we tell it that we are there. No? <laughs> you shouldn't have said that we're young. Just said something else. <laughs> you should have said another one. That, uh, you should have said something else. So that we, we, we will be more, more, uh, more dignified. Sure. <laughs> you are joking. If you like, say another one. It will get worse just now. Hmm. <laughs> you see, people who have small churches with 20 people 
They cannot grow. God has not called them. Start to do research. To see how many people had 20 check, 20 members. For years with 20 members. And then it began to grow. Do your research. Because you don't do research. That's why discouragement works on you like that. It works so easily on you. Because you don't do your research. Do your research well. You see how somebody, somebody like you. We just exactly do 20 people like that. And for years, he almost left the church. Suddenly, one day, the thing starts to work. Go and ask Mosasono. Go and ask Mosasono how big his church was. Yeah, go and ask him. He will tell you. That church that is now, the problem of that church is oversized. Oversized. There's no dress to carry that. No brazier to contain all those things. No dress to contain all these uh, uh, academic things. <laughs> Go and see people and ask them how it was. That's what I mean. I don't watch Benny Hinn. So if I show you the Benny Hinn, I'm watching 1993. It's not last week I'm watching. I'm looking at the earlier ones. Those are what I used to encourage myself. You are not doing your research well. That's why this guy is working on you all the time. You shouldn't allow it to work on you like that. Research. Research. So, brothers and sisters, if you are a doctor, you cannot be a priest. When I was starting in the ministry, he said, Doctor, concentrate on your studies. When you start to do research, you see so many doctors have become pastors. In all over the world, not, not uh, 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 lighthouse. In in Nigeria, many doctors are part full time pastors with large churches. Huh? Yeah, doctors have become pastors, large churches. You say, "Well, I'm a professional." So you cannot do, go to Ukraine. You see, professional pastor. I mean, our friend Pastor Mandava. Huge church there. Yeah. He's a pastor of it. He's an aeronautic engineer. A church that I went to preaching in a, in Ukraine, Vinitsa. The pastor is the medical doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah, medical doctor. He has done the last time he saw even paracetamol to share, or Panadol or whatever. It's a full. You see the church full white people. Say I cannot have white people in my church. You see the church. There's no black man in the church. Only white people. Like a huge cinema hall, full. I've preached there before. Not somebody told me. I said, when you're a doctor, you cannot do this. Or when you're a woman, you cannot. They start to do research on the women. Number two. So what is the first point I gave you? Look, do your research. Look for that weakness in other great people. And encourage yourself. Amen. Number two. Here, avoid the negative reports. Amen. Avoid negative report. Amen? 
Are you listening to me? Amen. Avoid negative reports. Negative reports, negative discussion, negative people. It, you see, it has an effect. Me, I've even noticed uh, that the news has a negative effect. The news. It has, it has even, even if you are not in the room. Even if you are not in the room and the if I'm not in a room, I don't leave CNN on in my room. I don't leave those things on in my room. Because I, I, I thought that it's almost like they are evil spirits. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's true. It's true. So, you have to learn, you understand, to avoid. I mean, that's why I, I travel with my own atmosphere, television, whatever it is. I have my own things in my small bag. Yeah. I rarely put on the television in a place. I've learned not to I've had some experience. I put on television. I realized that, uh, what am I looking at? Hey! That is what even made me realize, because then if you don't put on the television, the whole place is silent, dead. Very, very, very some way. So, I've learned to have my own created world. Even on a plane. I, I rarely watch the things. I have so many things I have not yet watched. Not even just preaching. But important things from the spirit of knowledge. That I am yet to go through. Yeah. And they are all waiting. I don't have even time for their things that they, that they, are, that they have. I'm not saying I do not ever, but it's, it's unlikely. It's not like, I don't, I don't even bother to even open their things. Do you get it? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that you may not know that negative reports have a gradual effect of fighting you. Negative people. Negative people. Amen. So the sons of God, they came, they said, the land which the Lord is a land for livestock. Amen? Amen. So avoid the negative reports. Number two, number three, look out for the positive. Look out for the positive. And in Numbers 32, Bible says, and the land which the Lord conquered before the congregation, congregation of Israel is a land for livestock, and your servants have livestock. It is a land for livestock, and your servants have livestock. Amen. Amen. Now, 
Did they not say that they found grapes in the land? Huh? They found grapes. They found trees. Was that milk and honey in the land? So why don't you think about that one? I am not going to think of the giants. So let's say talk about going to an mission field. There are positive things and negative things. Negative things. You know, loneliness, this, that, that, whatever. But I always remember an American missionary whom I met in Paraguay. And this American missionary said something to me that I've always remembered. He, 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 he himself is, I don't know where he's from. He's from America. He's an American or I don't know where exactly he's from. But he was a missionary there. And he has a big church. And his wife, and they, they used to be in America. And he said to me, I asked him, would you not consider going back to America? He looked at me and said, why should I go back to America? Then he started to point out to me the advantage of being in that South America. He said, look at my house. I have house help. He said, in America, I never have somebody to help me to do anything. I can never help. Say, here, I have maid, I have this, I have that. Driver, this, that, that, whatever. I could never have all those things. Because I was thinking about it, even you look at somebody who's a doctor. I mean, you do not have somebody to even eye on your shirt for you. Even though you are earning whatever, whatever. I mean, I have secretaries, servants, chefs. I mean, singers. I have my own singers. I have three stars sitting behind me when I'm preaching. Three stars. Yeah. Ida Vivaldi. Abana. She's here. She's here. I'm sure her name will change at a point. Three stars. I can say sing. When I say sing, then they sing. When I'm even having a private meeting, I just call. It's like Solomon. He used to call his singers. Now, I cannot have that in America. Because I know my own classmates, they are still ironing their own shirts. <laughs> you better set up an iron because it will cost you about $1,000 to get somebody. You better even buy, it would be better to even buy a new shirt every day than to employ somebody to iron it. You might as well go and buy a new shirt every day. Disposable. Or you employ somebody to come and iron, iron your shirt. Or to cook for you. They're joking. <laughs> so, you, you see, there are, there are giants in the land. Oh, yeah, but this place is hot. Oh, but the people are this. Oh, there's armed robbery. Oh, there's this. Oh, the hospitals are not. Oh, the. We can see a thousand negative, but we can also see some positive things. Yeah. You see? Yeah. But because people don't think that they have to have one block, man. America is the best. America is the greatest. America is the, this. America is this. America. Yeah. You see? One day. I visited a certain brother, a certain brother in America. In America. 
when I got to his house, I saw a big box. So I said, what is this box? He said, it is my television that I have bought. So I said, why is this in the box? I, I don't have time to open it. You see, you have earned money. You can buy the television, but you don't have the time to even open the box before you even watch it. Hey! It was in a box. A box in the sitting room. Is it not fantastic? Is it not amazing? Yeah, swimming pool. When are you going to swim? You are joking. When we are serious, you say you are going to swim. Get to the job. <laughs> Get to the job and start working. You say you are going swimming. Sure. What is the first point? Amen. Look for the weaknesses in others, you know, and then do what? Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself with it. Amen. And what's the next one? Avoid the negative reports. Avoid the negative people, negative reports. And number three is what? Look out for the positive things. Amen. Now, The next one is very, very, very important. In Numbers chapter 32, you see another aspect of this whole beast, which is not in Numbers 14. Remember, I was telling you that the beast came in Numbers 14, and then Moses recounted all the issues in Deuteronomy chapter 1 and chapter 2 and so on he was recounting but this whole beast there is another passage in the bible which also brings another aspect to the whole trouble that came to the tasters who were trying to become partakers but were not able to partake and that is another passage that i want us to look at as we are getting to the end amen are you listening to me shaya Numbers 32. This whole beast of tasting but unable to partake, there is yet another dimension to the whole thing. Now, the children of Ruben, now listen, listen to the story. Let me tell you before we read it. When Moses and all the people 20 years and above had died, eh? and now Moses, Joshua, Caleb, and the few older people who were alive, they were now moving and heading towards the promised land with a new group of people. All the bad people were dead. Some people rose up again who almost confused the whole thing again. The things almost started again for the second time. Yeah, I tell you, Moses said, ah, this is the same thing that those people did. 
Yeah, the same thing. You are coming to do the same problem that everybody has died. We have had thousands of funerals in the desert. And you are about to do the same thing again. So, in this passage, you see why that thing was coming up. Again, this is the third time it is mentioned with another dimension, with a new group who were bringing another problem. And this time, do you know what it was that they were bringing? Discouragement. Yeah. You see, this discouragement, it's a very powerful thing in the Bible. Discouragement. We're about to spoil the whole mission again through discouragement. Discouragement was a what prevented them from grumbling this, 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 this. Now discouragement was now about to end everything again. That's why I say from today, actually, you people should watch out for discouragement. Huh? Because I've come to see myself as I'm preaching, I'm learning it's actually don't the thing that you are discouraged about, that's what the main thing. Tell somebody that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Yeah. The thing that is discouraging you, that's the main thing. Now, are you ready to see what happened? How many are ready to see what the the guys were about to do? You listen to something. Now, the children of Reuben and the children of God had a... No, give us in uh, in, in American. America. Is it bigger? Can you see? You cannot see? A little bigger, please. Now... Yeah, now the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad. You see, there were 12 tribes. Now Reuben and Gad, two tribes, had an exceedingly large number of livestock. <laughs> you had a lot of cattle. You see, the cattle, they, that blessing had made it become a lot. So when they saw the land of Jazer and the land of Gilead, that it was indeed a place suitable for livestock, they were just about to cross. That was Jericho. We could see the walls of Jericho there. We were all marshalling our forces here. Then suddenly, two out of the twelve came with another agenda. Our cows, our cows are a lot. <laughs> and he said, it was indeed a place suitable for livestock. The sons of God and the sons of Reuben came and spoke to Moses and to Eliezer the priest and to the leaders of the congregation saying, you see, Ataroth, Dibon, Jaza, Nimra, Hezbon. Remember Sihon, the king of Hezbon. <laughs> they have killed him already. Hezbon, Eliaili, Sibam, Nebo, and Bion. The land which the Lord conquered before the congregation of Israel is the land for livestock. And your servants have livestock. Have you seen it? Your servants have what? Livestock. We, we have cows. We are into cows. We are into beef. We are into beef with onions. We are into beef kebab. We are into, I mean, kebabs. Now they said, if we have found favor in your sight. Let this eh, be given to your servants. Land be given to your servants as a possession. 
do not take us, just us, the two of us. That's our section. <laughs> we, are about, we are about to cross our section. Our section have decided that even though we were all at the meeting, we have all decided to go. Our section, we said we don't want to we don't want to cross across the Jordan. But Moses said to the sons of Gilead and to the sons of Reuben, shall your brothers go to war while you yourself sit here? Why? Why are you discouraging? Why are you discouraging the sons of Israel from crossing over into the land? Because it's like you are saying we won't go, so you go. Bye. You, you are going on the mission, so bye. We, I'm not going. Will you go? Uh, we, are, we, we have decided that we are staying. You go. So why are you discouraging the sons of Israel from crossing over into the land which the Lord has given unto them? Listen to what he said. Now he's going to continue. Next one. This is what you 